Hello, my friend. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the It's Happening For Me podcast. I am your host, Alyssa, and I am so grateful that you are here today. So today I am very, very excited because I want to talk about purpose and I want to talk about how do we move through the blocks when we feel stuck on our purpose journey. And so There is so much craziness going on in the world right now. Um, It is October 14th. We just had Friday the 13th yesterday, 2023. And it can be super easy to fall into a lot of despair, a lot of sadness, a lot of um, helplessness, hopelessness with current events that are going on in the world and with wars and just with a lot of really heavy subjects, but it is super important that if we are here to change the planet, we have to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves and keeping our vibrations high and really staying on the path to purpose because that is how we're going to transition the world is like as each person fully accepts themselves and embraces their oneness, there's no way that we can harm another being. Like when you fully are integrated and love yourself and you are a fully conscious, aware soul in your body, there's no way that you could harm another being because that would be like harming yourself. And you would also never harm yourself either at that stage. And so it is a really beautiful path that we can be on, on this spiritual path of just understanding ourselves, getting to ourselves better, having a strong relationship with source, God, spirit, whatever you identify with or like to call it, Um, and just staying in a frequency of love and truth. Um, I really find that focusing on love and truth and always coming back to those two like core values can always help recenter us. And so, I thought that I would love to speak on purpose and how can we move through times where we're feeling stuck. So I want to talk about three really common places that we get stuck in our purpose. And this is specifically for anyone who you already know kind of what you want to do um, with your life's work. Maybe you have a lot of certifications. Maybe you're a healer, a coach, aspiring healer or a coach or you are in some sort of certification right now. Maybe you are taking all the courses and learning all the things and you want to take your gifts and all of the knowledge that you've learned and 
now help others and be of service. And so in doing this, a lot of things come up on the journey. Um, a lot of fears, a lot of limiting beliefs, and we can just really get in our own ways and really hold ourselves back from being of the highest service to others because there is just so much fear behind it. Fear of being seen, fear of putting ourselves out there, fear of rejection, um, fear of like abandonment from the tribe, which would be like our families rejecting us or um, you know, being rejected from our culture, whatever it is, if being rejected from society. And these are all very deep-seated fears that we have that live within our body. And so I want to just help you get some inspiration so that you can move through these things and continue to just show up and shine your light because we need your light more than ever. You are needed. Your specific flavor, your unique sauce is needed. Um, and we all have to come together to do our part to make the world a better place and just to like love your life and really enjoy the life that you, that you have. And we all deserve to have a, a happy life that we feel really good in. So let's talk about the three common places that we can get stuck. And I'm going to be talking about this in the lens of the Ayurvedic doshas. And so we're going to be talking about vata, pitta, and kapha. And these are related to the elements. And these are, the doshas are related to the elements and in Ayurveda, which is the science of life, these three different doshas are ways that the mind, body, and, and spirit function. And it's how we can kind of tell if we're in balance or if we're out of balance. And so Vata is related to wind, Pitta is related to fire, and Kapha is related to water. And it's pretty cool because we can also look at these in terms of like our mind and so if we are in a frequency where, or like if you continue to have this pattern of where you feel like very frenetic, like maybe you have so many thoughts, so many ideas of offers that you want to put out and you have so many interests and like you're so excited, but you are very confused and um, maybe like your mind is going like a million miles an hour and you just want to do all of the things and create and like put all of your passions and interests into your offers, into the world, but you're not really taking action because you feel so trapped by the mind. Like it's just too much, too many ideas and you don't really know where to start and you get easily distracted. The way to move out of this cycle is to move into pitta, which is like the fire, and that is to take action. So pick one thing. Something that I, I love that I hear from like all of my mentors is like, you can do everything, but you can't do everything right now. You can't do everything at one time. So it would be impossible to at the same time launch a coaching program, launch your podcast, write a book go on vacation, do all of these huge endeavors that you want to do. But that doesn't mean that you can't be someone who in your career writes a book, has a podcast, has a one-on-one -on -one coaching program, also likes to do group coaching, um, also is like a speaker at major events. Like that's not to say that you can't aspire to that or like you will do that in your future. It's just that right now you are not 
doing anything because you have all of these brilliant ideas in your head and you're just so overwhelmed and you don't know where to start. So let's just pick one thing. What is one thing that you can focus on right now and put all of your energy into that? And that doesn't mean that, let's say that, that let's say, um, for me, for example, I wanted to do my reading business. That doesn't mean that I can only offer one type of reading, but it does mean that I wouldn't try to do readings, which is like my one-on-one time with my clients. Um, also run a group coaching program. Also try to get speaking engagements. Also try to write my book and also work my full-time job and do all the things that I'm doing. Like, Instead, what I'm focusing on right now is I'm focusing on readings. And I really want to get this, like, I want to get readings locked in so good so that, because every time I do a reading, I learn more as a line two in my human design at two, four, I really learn from teaching. And so it's like every time that I see insights from my clients and they can just speak on their life experience and how these energies and human design and gene keys are showing up in their life, it just solidifies these systems so much stronger for me. And then it gives me this like deeper background understanding and experience of the systems that I'm working with. So that say, if I do want to write a book in the future, I have all of this life experience from all of these people that I've, I've had one-on-one work with and I've been able to gather their experiences and know that it's that like, I can basically create a bigger body of work off of proof that I've gotten from my one-to-one clients, if that makes sense. And so that's what I'm really excited about working on right now. And and the reason I'm choosing readings is because that's what I'm excited about. So pick the thing that you are super excited about, you're so passionate about, and just focus on that. Focus on bringing that to life, bringing that to maturity, and seeing that through until you move on to the next thing. And that's really going to help you with your energy stay committed. It's going to help your energy be laser focused so that your energy isn't like frenetic and all over the place and scattered and like very confused, not really taking action, not really knowing what to do. And again, this does not need to be a lot of times this advice makes people feel very pigeonholed, very stuck, very put in a box. Like I don't want to pick one thing because I want to do so many things. It's not saying that you have to do this thing forever, but it's like just pick something and actually take action on it. Put out the course, put out the offering, create the podcast, put it out there, start getting momentum. Because as we take forward action, that is what gains momentum and that is what's keeping the energy flowing. Otherwise, it's just chaos and it's just like not moving anywhere. Okay, so if you are in that place where you have so many great ideas, but you just feel like so overwhelmed, it's okay. Write everything down. Like literally take out a Google Doc or a piece of paper, write down all of your ideas on the paper, circle the thing that lights you up the most right now, and just start taking action on that. And then that's just going to get things moving. And if you realize that that's not really what you want to do in the future, you can easily pivot it. Like you're not stuck to this one thing at all. Now, the next the next cycle or like the next kind of phase would be the pitta, the fire. So if you are someone who has been taking so much action, like you've been doing so many things in your business, you have been almost maybe even forcing things, like you feel very burnt out because you are 
doing so much output. You're go, 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 go. You never really take any time for rest. And you're starting to feel like your ideas are burning out, like running dry. Um, You're starting to have like writer's block and you just feel like not really creative anymore because you're kind of burning from both ends of the flame. I think that's the saying that they say. And you are just like overworked. Then for you, the way to get out of this cycle would to be to take rest. And this can be very, very hard, especially for overachievers or people who are used to like really like they love moving. They're very like action oriented people. Telling them to slow down and take rest is extremely hard to hear. And so understanding that we are we are really more connected to nature than we think. And nature is all about cycles. And we are cyclical beings, especially as women. I mean, all humans in general, but even especially as women. And we have to honor the cycles of life and the cycles of business and the cycles of our dharma, our purpose. And if you are in a place where you are just like driving yourself to the, like, to death because like you don't slow down and like maybe you're constantly getting sick or you're just like super stressed out and maybe you're not having time for your family and like your relationships are suffering and everything else is kind of falling apart in your life because you're just overly working yourself and you're not seeing as much success as you would like then taking a step back and just like knowing that the universe has your back, like you will be supported, stepping away to just tune into yourself and take rest and relax, relax and allow your nervous system to rest is what is going to rejuvenate you again. Because when you're in this rest in this relaxing stage, you know, also playing and like having fun and like doing things that bring you joy that aren't tied to like output or work is going to get you back into like a creative space. And it's going to allow you to start having these ideas again, drop into you because we are co-creating with the universe and the universe is always trying to give us ideas and inspiration. But if we're not listening because we're so busy and we don't take time to like sit with ourselves, to meditate, to rest and allow these amazing ideas to come to us, we're not going to hear them. And it will like life also has a funny way of like giving you what you need when you're not accepting it. So you could get some sort of like sickness, illness, something that, or like a major um, like life accident could happen to kind of like force you to slow down. And you don't want to get to that point. You don't want to have like a near death experience or an accident or something where like life is literally forcing you to completely stop everything you're doing because it needs you to listen to it to take a break. So just do that yourself and trust that you will be taken care of. Um, You will still be supported and like your business is not going anywhere. Nothing is going anywhere. You just, this is going to give you what you need to reset. Now, if you, and that would be moving into the kapha stage, okay? Now, if you're in a kapha stage, you, right now, and you feel, you are someone who feels very stuck, stagnant, maybe depressed, maybe apathetic, you feel like giving up on life, you feel like, what is the purpose? Like, there's no point, I don't have a purpose, I don't care, I don't care about anything, like, nothing's interesting to me anymore, Um, I don't have any ideas. You're completely blocked creatively. 
Um, you feel just like sleeping all of the time and you just feel very lethargic. Okay. If you are in this stage, it wouldn't make sense to tell you to take action because you need to start getting inspiration and ideas before you can take action on anything. And so what you would do is you would move into the Vata stage, which is the first one that we talked about. So for you, just start getting yourself into places where you can start being creative again. So start dreaming, like what could your life look like if you did have the energy to do things? Like what would your dream life look like? What would your dream day-to-day work be like? How could you be of highest service to others? And if you feel very stuck, a really good place to look at is like, what did you enjoy to do when you were younger? Like when you were a child, oftentimes when we're children, we know what lights us up. We know what we're super excited about. And so just start to journal and really ask yourself, like, what did I used to like to do when I was a child? And that's going to start getting these like creative energy juices flowing. And then also start moving your body. So I would start like, and I'm not talking about like major exercise or like interval training, but I mean, just going on walks, like go on walks, get yourself into nature so you can start connecting again to nature. And this is really going to get like the creativity flowing back to you and walking is going to kind of start increasing your energy, which is like Vata is very like air. It's like very fast moving. And so we just want you to get into like a creative place. So that's how you can start tapping into that um, Vata again is like going on walks, moving your body, finding things that interest you brainstorming on ways that you can have fun again. And that will get you into the Vata stage. So those are really like the three places that people get really stuck at. And those are ways that you can get out of those, those stuckness stages and like move on to the next one. Um, Okay. So let's talk about now, what are some of like the major objections of not living your purpose? So the first one is I don't have a purpose. That is a lie. (laughs) Every single person on this planet has a purpose. Now, whether you raise your consciousness to the point of being aware of this and even wanting to seek out your purpose is another story. But if you're someone who's listening to this, you're obviously very interested in the spiritual realm. You're interested in human design, gene keys. You're interested in purpose and self-development and growth. So obviously you already are aware that you have that you have a purpose or you're open to the idea that you have a purpose. So all of us have a purpose. We all incarnated on this earth like for a reason. And there is a difference between purpose and life's work. And I really love the Gene Keys because there's such a beautiful um, kind of like not depiction of both of them. I mean, it is a depiction, but there's a beautiful difference between both of them. And this is where I think a lot of people get stuck is that they think their purpose is what they're here to do or like what their job is supposed to be. But your purpose is actually just who you are. It's who you're here to be. It is the essence of you. In the Gene Keys, they say it is the texture of how you're here to do your life's work. It is how you just be. It is just who you are. And it is who you are in relationships. It is who you are when you're by yourself. It is who you are when you're working and doing the things that light you up. And so we all have a purpose. Okay. Now your life's work 
is what you're here to do. And that really governs the doing of your life. And that is going to be like what you do all of the time in your jobs, in your relationships. It is just such a big part of you and your soul. So if you think you don't have a purpose, that is a lie. Every single one of us has a purpose. It's just about being open to it and getting, you know, really excited to go on the soul purpose discovery journey. And the first places that you can start if you feel very stuck in this and you still question if you have a purpose or not is to start looking at, there's five really, um, five parts of this. So the first part is like, what excites you right now? What are you super excited about learning? What are you super excited about doing? If you had all of the money in the world, so like all of your expenses, bills were taken care of, and you just had a free day, like you just had free time, like you weren't working, what would you want to do? Like, how would you want to spend your time? Whatever that is, that is what you're really excited about right now and passionate about. Um, So you can journal on that question and just do like a mind dump of all of the things you're really passionate and like excited about. The second thing is what challenges have you overcome? So all of us, you know, like I love turning life experiences into lessons, just like the theme of this podcast, that everything is happening for us, not to us. So all of us go through challenges in life and it's kind of like unlocking a new level. So it's like every time that you overcome something and right now, wherever you are in this very moment, every challenge you've ever had in your life, you've overcame it because that's you're here now. Like you're present now. You've overcame all of your struggles and challenges. So all of those things that you've overcome, someone else is going through it right now. And they're at the point where you were at one time where you didn't know how you were going to get through it and they're struggling. And so there is medicine that you know can help someone else who's experiencing this thing right now. So your challenges are a really cool place to look at to see like what have you overcome and all of the challenges that we experience we experience on purpose because we're we're here to learn those cer- certain karmic lessons. And so it would almost be unfair of you to have this like really cool insight on like how you overcame it to not share that with people who are suffering. So that's somewhere to look at as well when you're trying to discover what your purpose is. So you have your passions or excitements, the challenges you've overcame. And now we want to look at what mediums flow through you effortlessly. So like, what are you really good at doing? Now you could be really good at speaking. Maybe you're someone who wants to be a speaker. Maybe you're not, maybe your skills aren't developed to where you could be on stage speaking and giving like huge presentations and like webinars right now, but maybe that's something you want to evolve into. Like, do you, in conversation, do you find that you have, you share really good insights and like things just speak through you? Um, Another medium could be writing. Like maybe you're someone who's really freaking good at writing and like you can just put words so beautifully into onto paper and just transmit these beautiful ideas and it's something that you love to do and it's so easy for you. Or maybe you are someone who is so good at connecting others and um, building relationships and making people feel very seen and connected and like you're like a harmonizer and you bring people together. Or maybe you are someone who is really good at like data processing 
and you can or organizing data like you see all of this like you see all of this chaos but you know how to create patterns out of chaos and like organize information organize people organize topics and that's something you're really passionate about it's just super easy to you or maybe you're someone who is really good at singing and you just love singing you have such a beautiful voice people feel captivated when they hear you sing like it moves them and so you're here to be a singer you know so just those are how you can start to explore what your mediums are like what flows through you naturally organically like how like what comes easily to you because that is part of your genius and also a little hint that I will drop here is in your gene keys, in your genius sequence, in the purpose sphere, whatever line you have is like the medium that things that this purpose kind of um, is here to be expressed through. So you can also look at that. Um, For me, I have the line four, which is all about breath and rhythm. And it really is like, I am here to have connections, like deep connections with people and really be the breath of my purpose and help help the collective have like a peaceful breath and it is about my purpose is in is about um initiative like initiating people into spiritual awareness and success on spiritual growth and you can also look at your purpose sphere in the gene keys to see what your specific purpose word is so we have what you're really um, excited and passionate about, what challenges you've overcome, what mediums run through you best. And then you can also look at what your Dharma archetype is. So um, I will put in the show notes a quiz so that you can take your Dharma archetype quiz. And this is really, really fun because you get to go through the different Dharma archetypes, um, which is from Sahara Rose's book, Discover Your Dharma. And it will tell you what's your archetypes are and so these do change over time so let me just pull it up real quick um so there are the visionary the teacher the researcher the activist the entertainer the entrepreneur the nurturer the artist the warrior or a combination of all of those and so when i've taken it in the past i've gotten um teacher and visionary And so I think that like really fits well, but you can take that quiz and see what yours is. It's it's really fun to do. So then you have your archetype and then, and then you can also look at what your dosha is. um, And that's going to give you like a breakdown to of your personality. And so once you have all of those five things, and you can also take the dosha quiz, I'll link that as well if I can find a copy of that quiz. Um, But once you have all of those things on paper, that's how you can start kind of like putting everything together to get another picture of like what it is that you're here to do and how do you want to express yourself. Um, If you want like a very incredible, I think like the most spiritually accurate blueprint of your soul which takes human design and the ancient and combines it together then look at your gene keys like it is like I have been contemplating mine it's incredible and I just like I'm obsessed I honestly don't think that there's anything that comes close to this like the accuracy of it and so if you really 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 want to start diving into what is your purpose definitely look into your gene keys or sign up for a reading because Um, If you want to do purpose, sign up for the genius sequence. That is all about purpose because we go really deep into it. 
Okay. Now, what is another um, thing that come up? Okay. Say you want, say you discover that you're like, okay, I want to take the challenges that I've, I've faced and like overcame and I want to become like a teacher or a visionary, or I want to become a coach or a healer or just like a leader. And I want to help other people. Okay, cool. But then you start thinking that whatever industry you want to get into is too saturated and you feel like there's too many people already doing what you want to do. So why even bother? Okay. First of all, I'm going to break down why that's a lie. So number one, your voice carries a frequency. Every single one of our voices carries a frequency, which are like sound waves that resonate with certain people. And so certain people are going to love your voice and certain people are not going to love your voice. Just like certain people are going to really like the voices of everyone that you're thinking about in the industry of getting into. And there's going to be certain people that hate their voices and they're waiting for your voice to come. So your voice carries codes that is going to attract your people. So it doesn't matter if you want to be I don't know what the most oversaturated thing in the world would be, but say you want to be, I don't even know, like what would be overly saturated? Like say you want to be a TikTok influencer, because let's just say that because there's so many people on TikTok. Let's say you want to be a TikTok influencer, but you're afraid that there's no room for you. There will still be room for you because there will be people that resonate with your voice and whatever you're talking about and whatever way that that wants to come through you, that they're going to love it. So that oversaturation is not a thing. The next part of this is that nobody has your life experiences and your stories that you have. And so your voice coupled with the way that you share about the challenges or like life experiences that you've overcame, nobody has that, like, it's like a fingerprint, like nobody else has that. And so different people are going to resonate with different parts of your story. So the more that you can start sharing parts of yourself and like really being okay at like the parts of yourself that you used to have shame and guilt around, but you now have done all this work and you accept it and you've moved through all of that and it's okay. And it's like easy for you to share it without being emotionally triggering that and sharing it from a place of love and like showing other people that it's okay to like have whatever X, Y, and Z story, they are going to resonate with that. And so your stories alone, and they don't have to be crazy stories. Like they don't have to be these like off the wall, insane stories. Don't judge your stories or your traumas based off of like other people. And to think that it's not as traumatic or it's not as bad as somebody else. So what's the point of sharing it? Like other people are going to resonate with what you've gone through. Like even something as like a parent's divorce, you might think that that's not a really big trauma, but so many people have had their parents get divorced and they're going to relate to that if that makes sense. Okay. Um, your interests. So what are you really interested in? And other people are going to be drawn to you because of your interests and they can be like really weird or they can be like not quote unquote normal or basic. And people are, are going to, um, are going to like really like that about you. It's kind of funny because two people, so so the shaman that I learned quantum Reiki from, the shaman XL, he really likes anime. And I just thought it was funny because, you know, like I helped George with anime world. And so that's something that kind of like really stuck out to me is that he does talk about that sometimes. Um, and that's something that he might think is so random, but it makes me feel more connected to him. And then also um, 
who I'm learning Gene Keys from, Maria Henning, she loves Avatar, The Last Airbender. And she might think that's like really random, but she talks a lot about it in her brand because it's something that she's obsessed with. And she's like literally obsessed with it. And then I thought that was really cool because like obviously Holly helped George with Anime World. And like that is the one anime that I've watched. And so I'm like, oh my God, I resonate on that level. So it's just like these little random things that you would think that people don't care about. Like they actually do. And it's like, it makes people feel more connected to you. And then also your vibe. Like, what is your vibe like? Like, how do you speak? What are your mannerisms? Um, You know, like, what is the, I guess, like texture of your voice? And what do you wear? What do you like? What does your um, style look like? Like, what is, how do you like to decorate? Like, all of these things are either going to turn people off or turn them on to you. And then your literal energy. So if you look at your body graph in human design, where we have the gates, like the hanging gates, all of us kind of connect with each other. Like our hanging gates are constantly looking out for the other end of that hanging channel to meet and mesh with. And so there's certain people that you're just going to really freaking vibe with their energy because you guys are kind of like closing those, those connections and connecting with each other. And so just energy alone, like you can just feel it when you really vibe with people. And then, um, yeah, so those are all reasons why even if you think whatever industry you want to get into is really saturated, it's actually not. Also, the coaching industry is not freaking saturated. Let me tell you a statistic. So there are 70,000 certified coaches globally. Okay, 75,000. And how many? Right now, there's 7.8 billion people that live in the world. That was in 2021. So two years ago, there were 7.8 billion people that lived in the world. And as of, I guess, this year, there's 70,000 certified coaches. So let's see. What is seven point? So. Okay. So 70. Okay. So I divided it. Say there's 78, 7.8 billion people in the world and there's 70,000 certified coaches. Because again, we have to remember that the coaching industry isn't it's not regulated. So there's a lot of people that are not certified, but we'll still just go off of the 70,000 just because whatever. So that means that each coach would have 111,000 people that they needed to coach. So each coach would have 111,000 clients, which is like, ridiculous, right? 111,000 clients, especially if you're doing one-on-one work. That's just ridiculous. So I think we can assume, I don't even know if that math is right. That doesn't even really sound right. I don't even know if a calculator can go up to 7.8 billion. Let's see. Yeah, I think it can. Okay. Well, (laughs) I think it can. So anyways, that's a shitload of people. So it's not saturated. Okay. And everyone needs freaking coaching. Look at the state of the world. Like people are suffering. People are not happy. People are stressed out. People need help with their bodies. People need help in health and wellness. People need help with their mindset. People need help with entrepreneurship. People need help with money. People need help with spiritual growth. People need help with literally anything. You could literally hire a coach for anything. So there is enough room for everybody. Okay. 
And then what about the um, lie of it's too late for me? So first of all, that's a lie. It is never too late for you. You having this on your heart, having this inquiry of like, I know I'm here for something bigger. I know that I have a purpose. I'm trying to figure out what the heck it is. That is not that is not placed on your heart for no reason. It's because your soul is literally ready to expand and it wants to help others. Um, so it is never too late. Time and space are not real. Remember that everything that you've ever gone through up until this point has shaped you to have the life experiences and the pains and the hurts and everything that you've overcame to get to where you're now. They're going to help people. And then also like it's never too late as well because like people trust people that are mature and that have life experiences and that have wisdom to offer. Like that just, that's like an inherent trust that is just there. So it's actually a good thing if you feel like it's too late because it's, it's definitely not. And then I want you to think about this. Okay. If you feel like it's too late for you, I want you to think about this. Close your eyes if you can, if you're not driving. And I want you to imagine one year from now, you're sitting exactly where you're sitting right now. Okay. So imagine it's been a whole year and you're sitting where you're at right now and you've done nothing to pursue your purpose. You've done, you've changed absolutely nothing. Okay. You didn't sign up for the certification you want to sign up for. Maybe you've already gone through the certification, but you haven't done anything to use it. You haven't started the Instagram account. You haven't started the YouTube channel. You haven't started coaching anyone. You haven't started using your voice. You haven't started the podcast. Okay, you've done nothing. Absolutely nothing. And how does that feel? How does it feel to know that your higher self a year ago had this dream, this idea, this little whisper inside that it wanted to start pursuing something bigger? It wanted to help others. But instead of just taking the little baby steps to move forward, you did absolutely nothing. And there's been no growth and no movement. So If that does not feel good, just know that's what's going to happen if you allow your fear to continue to dictate your life. And it's okay to be scared. It's, It's totally normal, especially when we're trying something new, okay? But we have to first uncover what are these fears so that we can start moving through them because you don't want to go a whole year of never taking one step towards your purpose and to living your highest self and the, and living a life that you really love. Okay. So you can open your eyes if you didn't already open your eyes. So the good thing is, is that you're here, you're listening to this, you are getting lit up, you are initiated and you're not going to let a whole year go by without taking steps on your Dharma. You're just not, cause that's just not the person that you are, but it's good just to do little it's good just to do little visualizations like that so that you can see like really what it would be like if you didn't take any steps, like it would freaking suck, but we're not going to do that. Okay. So don't forget, it's never too late. Okay. You can start really today. The next, 
um, objective that is a lie is that I'm too busy. I'm too busy to start my purpose right now. I'll start it when I have time. So the thing about purpose and dharma is that you're never going to feel ready and you're never going to have time. Okay, if you're waiting to do anything about it, that time will never come. I promise you that. It will never come. And so we need to do what we need to do in the now moment to be able to make this happen, to start working on it. Okay, so there's very practical ways that we can do this. So number one is we need to prioritize what our goals are and get very clear on our vision and like what even is it that we want to do. So doing visualization practices, journaling on like what is it exactly that I want to do and what are the steps I need to do to get there so if you're still in the stage of like just figuring things out and you have no idea and you're like I don't know I'm just still trying to find out what I'm interested in then you need to start prioritizing time alone to get to know yourself and to find out what your passions are so you need to start prioritizing time for your passions time for studying time for learning new things time to go out into nature and allow yourself to have these like downloads to come through. Allow yourself time to listen to different podcasts and read books and get inspired by things. But you have to prioritize those things because if you don't, it's you're never going to do them. Now, if you're in a place where you already kind of know what you want to do, like let's say you have certifications and you want to be a coach or a healer or you want to use your medicine in some way to help others, what you need to do is start prioritizing what is the next step. What is the next step that I need to do to start getting my services out there, to start telling people about my offers, to start selling my offers? What is it that I need to do to do that? And then you need to prioritize that like nothing else. And it is going to take sacrifices. Like you're going to have to sacrifice your social life sometimes. You're going to have to sacrifice watching Netflix or hanging out with your friends or whatever it is, whatever, wherever you spend the most time, you are going to start having to sacrifice time to spend on this. But if you really want this and if this is your purpose and you're here to help others and to change your life and live a life that you really freaking love, then this is necessary. Especially if you're someone that does have a full-time job, maybe you have a family, maybe you have kids, you have to start really looking at how are you spending your time and start doing some time management, um, some time management work. And then also just remembering that we can't do everything right now. So Picking the thing that you want to work on, once you already did that brainstorming list earlier and thought about the things that you're really excited about and that you want to start doing, and then just setting aside time to work on them. Also, really utilizing your human design and your energy, okay? Because it's so important that we understand our human design. If you're a projector, okay, and you already have you know, less energy to go around and you're somebody that needs more rest. Well, if you're somebody that's working like a 12 hour shift, if you're like a nurse that works like three to four days in a row, like 12 hour shifts, and you also have a family and you also have all of these other like obligations. And then you think that you're just going to like come home after like 12 hours and work on um, your business or work on whatever you want to work on for like three hours 
before you give yourself rest, like you will burn yourself out. And so just really knowing what is your energy type and how can you start working with that to set yourself up for success? Because yes, we are going to have to work to make things happen when we're living our purpose, but we can do it in a way that's in flow, that's in Kriya, that lights us up in a way that we're like excited and like, and we're doing things that we want to do. We're, we're taking away shoulds. In this stage of feeling like I'm too busy, this is where you need to take away things. Instead of trying to do more things or force more things, where can you free up your time? Where can you free up obligations that are holding you down that you don't want to fucking do anymore? If you don't want to volunteer on this like board, why are you still doing it? Like this is where we really get to start working with our energy and our human design and and really honoring like what do we actually want to do how do we want to actually spend our time and start letting go of those obligations that are just like completely consuming us and creating no space in our aura to have any energy left over for ourselves and once you start letting those things go like things will open up like that's what I had to do that's what I had to do with a lot of things I used to run myself ragged thinking that I needed to be busy all of the time. So I would allow myself to do like coaching on the weekdays after I got home from work and I did a sober girls guide coaching and I was opening myself up to like, yeah, I'll do this. Oh, I'll help here. I'll volunteer here and opening my, and I was taking so many courses at the same time, doing so many programs, like studying. And I was like, Oh, like every time that I get off work, I'll just go and work on this every night of the week. And then on the weekends, like I did like meditation teacher training that was like, eight hours a day, Saturday and Sunday. And like, I was just doing all of these things where I had absolutely no free time and no space in my like life to just be by myself and to follow my joys. And once I like noticed that pattern and I just started having way more freaking free time and saying no to things, I realized that I actually have so much time. So even though I'm working a full-time job and I'm a girlfriend and I'm a dog mom and like I prioritize my health and like going on walks and stuff, even and working on my business and I have a podcast. But just like saying no to a lot of the things I was doing that I actually didn't want to do anymore, I realized that I have so much time. Like sometimes I have so much time that I have to allow myself to just be bored. Like today when I woke up, I was like, I was house sitting for my mom and dog sitting. And I woke up and my first thought was like, oh, I need to do something. Like maybe I should record a podcast episode. Maybe I should do something. And then I was like, you know what? I don't need to do anything. I don't have plans this morning and I don't need to do anything. And I have been tapping a lot recently and it has been really helping my nervous system, which I want to do a whole episode about tapping and and how we can actually tap through um, places in our human design to really help us with like our unconscious beliefs that we have holding us back. But anyways, so I I actually felt very safe in my body and I, I didn't feel this like immense doom, dread, and pressure to be doing something. And I just got a cup of coffee. I went outside. I was like sitting in the sun and like listening to the birds chirp. And I was just having fun. And I was like, I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm just going to chill. You know, like I don't need to do anything. And it felt really good. And so the more that we say no to things and the more that we allow ourselves to rest and just to like chill out, is when we're going to have more inspiration come to us. And it's not easy. I'm not saying that it's easy, but it is doable with time. And yeah, so those are kind of like the biggest lies that I think we tell ourselves when it comes to our purpose. 
again, is like, what if I don't have a purpose? What if it's too saturated for me in the industry I want to get into? Um, What if it's too late for me? What if I'm too busy? I think we kind of went through all of those things. It's like, those are all lies. And we can literally create the life of our dreams now in this now moment. But it's just a matter of like getting to know ourselves, um, getting to know who we are, what do we like, what passions run through us. And it's just spending time alone to like really identify all of these things. So yeah, I hope that was helpful. If you want to dive deeper into this, um, if you want to really understand yourself at an energetic level, you can always sign up for a human design reading. If you want to, um, if you're if you're new to human design, I super recommend the foundations reading, which is my reading number one. We go all into your type charging authority to figure out really like how are you here to make decisions for yourself that are in alignment so you can stop seeking that like out outsourcing your power and like asking everyone else for like what should you do with your life. It's like you're going to start to actually unravel it for yourself and we're going to learn how what your strategy is to take aligned action. We are going to look at all like what is your energetic type? We're going to look at all of your centers and see, you know, where are you conditioned to do things that you don't want to do and to show up in ways that you don't want to show up? Like, where is the conditioning showing up in your life, which is also like shadow work? And then if you really want to look into your gifts, I recommend the gifts reading, which is all about looking at your gates and channels. And we really look at like, what are your new unique gifts um, in your purpose and how you're really here to like serve others? How can you utilize those gifts? And then if you want to look into your gene keys, I totally recommend the genius sequence, um, which is all of, it's the first path on the golden path of spiritual enlightenment. And we're going to look at your four prime gifts so that you can see what your purpose is. And then if you want to look into how can you open your heart in love and relationships, I recommend the Venus sequence, Gene Keys reading. And then if you want to look at how can you really get financially prosperous from sharing your gifts with the world, um, then definitely check out the Pearl sequence reading, um, which is all about money and business and through the spiritual path. So yeah, I hope you liked this episode. I hope it was helpful. And if you did enjoy it, I would love if you could please rate and review the podcast. It would help so much. And yay! Don't forget to reach out on Instagram if you have any questions. I am Alyssa May. Otherwise, I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Have a good weekend. Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time. Bye.